Hello and welcome to Shuffling Notes. Uh, this is a channel where we discuss music quite intensely, and uh, we we also have worked. I mean, we work on listening to music days and nights, and working on this days and nights, and it it's a uh, it it really becomes like quite difficult. Something like of a hard days night. Hey, nice. <laughs> If I fell in love with you, would you promise to be true and help me? I'm your co-host for this episode, Razi, and I'm your co-host, Prankit. And uh, we will be discussing the Beatles' third album uh, from 1964, which is Hard Day's Night. And this, the name was uh, given by one of the members, who is Ringo Starr, mm. and it was like. like it the name was as explained in different articles and even their documentary um is it's like an you know like an impromptu sort of naming convention that he just came up with because they had mm. just worked a few i think one two days and two nights uh straight off and uh ringo star came out of it and he just said it's been a hard day and a hard night and yeah i was just, just to add to that night. yeah just to add yeah. to that i think in one of the interviews i think what it was like he didn't realize it was night already and i think they walked out and he was like oh uh, it's yes. been a it's been a yes. hard day Cause, cause and when they walked like, when they walked out it was dark and <laughs> yeah. when they went in it was day and uh, yeah. it was just that i mean basically like the situation created the name of the album yeah. Um, I mean these guys were like I guess always awesome. having fun and like bouncing ideas off each other and things so like I can quite easily I picture like it, Ringo just saying something I, and the rest being like yeah that's I mean that's... I think uh, I would rather there's a there's a perfect name which Don McLean uses in mm-hmm. uh, his American Pie which mm-hmm. is the quartet I, uh-huh. I think it, this is the quartet yeah yeah <laughs> I mean it, that's mm-hmm. there's no other way to explain these these this group yeah. of four together and yeah so most of this uh, album was uh, written by john lennon and uh, also well there were there are many songs so it's paul mccartney and john lennon coming together mm-hmm. and also building the music together and um there is i mean there are songs which they felt to be different but it came out to be different and I mean it was confusing but there's one uh, theme that I noticed in the album which which might be something or might not be something by the end of it uh, is that all all of these are on a general theme of working making money and making your love lover love happy and it's yeah. the the songs are in both like in a story format as well as in a in a like to the lover yeah. like yeah. you know for the lover yeah. for, format yeah so i that's i just found that very interesting i like, think yeah i think you're onto like something cuz like, like yeah this being like the third studio album i think this was the point where they were like touring a lot so they they were like away from their partners and families right and they were working that, hard yes. and they were still maintaining trying to at least maintain their relationship especially like john lennon so i think they were definitely onto something that i think some of that has reflected into this uh, album and i think as we go track by track i guess we can dive into it deeper 
so there's just uh, i mean i think um i mean i've heard a lot of the beatles when was the first time you heard of the beatles actually well i mean being in the uk like i don't i don't know when was the first time i've always heard of beatles but <laughs> oh, i think what's yeah. interesting is i've i always heard their songs and this especially like their more popular songs and uh, albums mm-hmm. right but i've never actually like sat down and like really listened to their music like a whole album back to back um cuz you know i've always just heard like the top songs that people always play at parties and and things but this was like my first experience actually like sitting mm-hmm. down to listen to the beatles and going through a whole album as well as uh, you know the movie um talking about the movie um, yeah. so they came out with a movie titled hard days night yeah and that that movie is like i think 36 hours of them uh of the life of the beatles yeah and um i think so i i read first i watched the movie like completely blank yeah. what the movie is about what's happening in the movie or what ah that would have been happen. an interesting experience yeah uh and then i uh, so i had this very um gentleman perception i think which is quite a general perception of the beatles like you know they they're the very gentleman people coming in suits playing on stage yeah and uh, so that's the uh, so i i always felt you know these are these are those those mm-hmm. you know proper hoity toity maybe uh, yeah, yeah. these british yeah. folks coming together and the the purpose of the movie was to show the the other sides of these four people and i think it showed it perfectly because that's exactly what i perceived out of the yeah. movie uh but it's yeah. when i read I mean, the interviews that this is the, yeah. that was the purpose of the movie and also cuz that's i mean besides being promotional it was a lot of fun for them to create mm-hmm. this cuz it definitely looked again, like again they, yeah. uh, they <laughs> i mean they they basically came out with four albums in two years mm-hmm. and um this this was their third album and this came out with the movie and so basically four albums they recorded four albums yeah. wrote them made the music yeah uh and made a movie yeah <laughs> in in like the span of two or three years another point about this uh, album is that uh, i think this is this was their first album which was sort of entirely original compositions uh so the older songs were actually written by lennon and mccartney um which yeah. i don't believe was the case in the first two albums but um and i guess one other thing is this is their third album but if you actually look at their discography there's like five or six albums and it's basically cuz they had like each album had like a us version and then like sometimes a canadian version i mean even yeah. this hard days night has a us version which has a different yeah. track listing um to what it also got uh, yeah. so there are songs which which released in parts like the mm-hmm. album wasn't released as whole in the yeah. beginning in uh, 64 i think in 65 it released in the us uh, interesting that's a yeah. song which i've mentioned yeah. yeah but um but about the movie so there there are i mean there are these tidbits in the movie uh, so uh, remember the scene where, where it's like a, a aerial view of them in the in the field. helipad area yeah yeah they're in like a field yeah, running and, around is that the and one and they're yeah. just running around and yeah. uh, so john lennon is actually not there there's a body double ah cuz i was Cause, wondering yeah. cuz some of the shots they only showed the three of them and i was like where's mm-hmm. the fourth guy 
so they've they've shown close up shots of john lennon which were shot later yeah. so john lennon was on his uh, book tour um, I which i think the book is called own right in his own right lennon uh-huh. in his own right interesting uh, and that's that's the um, that's also where he's used uh, i mean that's also like some inspiration for his songs mm-hmm. for the songs that we will come across and also like when the deal was made to make the movie so the beatles weren't sure if they'll be a hit internationally because yeah. they were going to release it internationally but um they i they also i mean by the time they got to the release of the movie they yeah. um sort of got like like they boomed and they were famous but they still got the so they sh- could have shot the movie in color but they shot yeah. it in black and white because that was the original plan and they stuck to it even yeah. though they had more budget and more mm-hmm. stuff to do but they thought like let's stick to that modest budget that they started out with yeah. um but uh yeah so there's one more so the title is uh uh the title is a hard day's night which is also the first track mm-hmm. of the album so i think uh the song is like a perfect rock and roll example uh like coming straight out the first uh, track being hard day's night and the mm-hmm. way it begins to that that Uh, how do how do I explain like that? I mean, there's a rock and roll feel in the song. Yeah, like, this is definitely is, one of you the. You can't miss it. Yeah, yeah, and most sort of fast paced as well. But I think mm-hmm. so. One of the things I did wanted to point out as well was like the the opening chord. So apparently, this mm-hmm. is like uh, so supposed to be like one of the most discussed uh, o- song openings of all time or something. Because apparently, that chord he plays, it's it's like people have tried to like figure out how to make that sound. Um, and I guess the trick to it is that you're also hearing McCartney's bass. um along mm-hmm. with sort of the chord that's being played on the guitar and it gives it that sort of a uh, unique opening but it's like just off the bat you know you don't it starts off in an unusual manner uh, so to speak and i that, think that chord is completely unusual yeah, yeah. And, and and i think yeah. then the the way they sort of enroll the whole music behind yeah. it is it, it it really sort of fits into the whole scenario of that it's kind of an off chord Yeah. Well, right. so yeah, I mean it's 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 like it open like it's like two chords like F and G sort of mixed. Mm-hmm. Um but I think in in the song in general as well, I think it's got a rock and roll feel as you were saying, but it, it's also very like blues e like a lot of the songs they they're very like blues sort of in terms Some of like of them, chord yeah. progressions mm-hmm. and stuff. Um but an interesting thing is like the guitar that I think it's uh, George Harrison that's playing. Um in a lot of the songs he's playing that uh, uh 12 string guitar. Uh, I think it's called mm-hmm. like a, a Rickenbacker or something, which also like gives the the sound like it makes it more unique than just your like standard six string guitars or your uh, uh, standard like rock and roll sounds, right? I I mean I didn't know that he was playing that um, uh, Ricken Rickenbacker. Rickenbacker, I think it's called. Yeah, I'm not sure how to pronounce it actually. Um, it's the first time I came across uh, this particular guitar, but um, yeah, it's. it's it's very interesting and i think it gives it that like blues sort of feel as well i think but there's definitely like rock and roll elements right like they sc- like before the solo you know they scream 
there's like mm-hmm. some of that in there and it's 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 an interesting sort of combination of of different sounds even even at uh, there's 130 at 130 there's like a short yeah. guitar solo which yeah is uh, i mean it's not really a guitar solo but it's kind of i mean the guitar stands out but uh, yeah. i don't know it's it's got a weird hook to it um yeah. which sorry, which also kind of acts as a bridge cuz um this song is like written in a so this is john lennon's uh, mm-hmm. writing this this one which and he wanted this like in the more pop music category mm-hmm. so hence we sort of get that um, yeah. and i think it's called a glissando you know that mm-hmm. no, no it's a it's a glissando which the yeah. Yeah so that that's uh, glissando and uh, the so also something i read is that the melody is uh, also resembles something of an irish folk song which is yeah. called donnel og donnel og yeah yeah and um, it's it's got pentatonic and and those yeah. small glissandos and um, also um this glissando like similar glissandos are also found in another song which yeah so what is, is a, inspired from. what is a glissando like it's oh. that um it's the elongating of the of the note which I is see, the I see. yeah days so yeah yeah, yeah. basically is like you hold on to the note interesting yeah um but yeah i think it's it's a fun song i mean i think there's also like bongos and and i think there's like a clapper or a cowbell or whatever right that they play that really like brings up the pace in the chorus but it's like this this mix of like you know different sounding instruments and you know the voice because i know like i think lennon uh, sang sort of the major part of the song while mccartney sings like the higher uh, uh notes mm-hmm. right um but there's like this nasally sounding effect to the voice which also makes it sound really like delicate you know like <laughs> and it's like he's got like that it, it makes it sound really soft and delicate like parts of the lyrics. melodious yeah um, it's yeah the, there's the parts which get melodious yeah. while there are parts which are like blunt yeah i think i think it's it's that effect of like the singing and and then that voice acting element in the singing of like singing it in a different style or or different mm-hmm. voice um mm-hmm. right almost, almost like an accent I mean again uh, it's like a, a mix of english and irish folk music mm-hmm. um so so as i think it, this is from the 17th century the music is from the 17th century There's the irish one that you were talking by about yeah albert goldman mm-hmm. which uh, mentions this the a bit for this song which uh, says that it's like a mix of english and irish folk from the 17th mm-hmm. century and uh, yeah so then we've got the next song which so uh, uh coming back to hard days night uh it's a story format this song so like i i've i'll mention mm. it each with each track as i yeah. sort of noted that down as well yeah that this is a story format and this is like for the lover so so that i can have a balance that or mm-hmm. a number of songs that this is this and yeah. this and that so um we'll just sort of explore it 
so the next song is I should have known better I I felt that there's a questionable surprise element um which I mean like the way the way he's like uh, I should have I should have known better like you know that's there's a surprise element but like you're loving me but can you give me more love so there's a request as well and I mean there's it's like a I don't know it's a it kind of entails a lot of um how do i say like a demand in love <laughs> interesting I, yeah. i think a lot of their songs uh, yeah. have this demand in love they they're demanding yeah. love because they're ready to give it mm-hmm. and it's also shown in the movie right like the the after girls mm-hmm. and um they just sort of get uh, love stricken by x y z whoever mm-hmm. they talk to they're just like flirting with them and stuff but um yeah what what did you think of I yeah well i think first first so of all i think like this song sort of like yeah i feel like this song kind of like picks up right where the uh the first track ends like it sounds almost like in the same at least in the beginning right um but like i think what stood out to me which i really enjoy is like the the chorus of this song it just feels so unique compared to like the verse like the way the music and sort of the notes change it's like you're listening to two different songs and that happens quite a bit in some of these album and some of these songs in this album mm-hmm. um but this one especially like the first time when i was listening to it um i was like that really stood out that sort of shifts a little um you know in in the chorus uh but yeah i think it's is definitely i think one of the most like positive sounding love songs in this album there's quite a few actually uh, i think the surprise part over here is that i i saw is like it's it's like a perfect love story yeah. um, and how could this happen to me mm-hmm. hey 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 yeah <laughs> um yeah and also interestingly because i know it's uh, uh, lennon singing this song uh, but in the movie it's uh, mccartney lip singing lip syncing Yeah. uh when they're like performing it cuz that sort of caught me off guard and I was like let me go back and listen like is it is it and I was like and I looked into it and it was yeah it is it is Lennon actually uh, singing in the actual recording and also and on the harmonica so um so McCartney used to initially be on the rhythm there was another mm-hmm. uh bassist um, right why? passed away yeah there there was yeah. another bassist uh who left they were in germany they were yeah. in hamburg i think yeah and uh, that, that's when the bassist left the band to settle with his lover oh i thought um, the bassist passed away or something he did uh, but okay after he did he also okay okay he did, yeah, he, he did that was him he did in his 20s uh, okay. itself <laughs> yeah but yeah. um after he yeah. after he had left the band and yeah. he had settled in germany but yeah i think I guess that part about the harmonica again it goes back right like in the first track they've got that clapper or cowbell and you know you've got the twelve string guitar and everything and even here now you've got the harmonica like each of the tracks I think they they stand out from like mm-hmm. your regular I guess rock and roll sounds right 
Uh, either they have like a blues feel, like they have something extra. So it's almost like I think with a lot of these tracks and, and this album, and I guess the Beatles in general, they're not necessarily like adhering to like one genre or like this is the musical style. They're just going with whatever musical style they come up with for each track, right? So there's another thing about the Beatles, the name the Beatles. Yeah. Um, talking about the coming up with their mm. own thing in each track. Um, John and Len John Lennon loves or loved puns, so hence the name is B E A T L E S. I see. And it's not B E E T L E S, yeah, even yeah, though yeah. they had the hair like the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's B E like because that's so, beat. So yeah. because he loved puns, that uh, yeah. So they, I'm forgetting. So there are two uh, groups before. One is the Crickets, and yeah, um, uh, forgetting the other one. So they inspired their name from these two groups, and yeah, uh, then John Lennon just sort of played around <laughs> with the beat. <laughs> Interesting. So that yeah. just adding adding to the factor that you're saying that um, you know yeah. that they're creating their own rhythm mm -hmm. or music in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the next we've got so uh, this one is uh, this one has been like a favorite of mine quite mm -hmm. for quite some time, uh, which is if I fell. If I fell in love with you, would you promise to be true and help me? So, I think the song starts with this dead tone, which uh, before, kind of hooks you onto the song, because uh, you, you're quite clear, they're they quite clear in what they're saying, and uh, that this is what it is, this is what I would expect, and mm -hmm. this can you do this for me so like you know that that's i think that's how the song is broken yeah. into um and i i just i love the way the music goes and uh also that there's that melodious part which comes in after this way if i trust yeah so, so that, yeah, because I think that's the thing, right? Because it has like this two line intro, the song. And I don't think that because I don't think that intro is repeated. So, again, it's quite mm -hmm. rare in a song to have that. Usually you start with like a verse or a chorus, right? And then you repeat or, you know, you have different lyrics, but you repeat the melody. But this sort of starts off with that, like, like that, just like the two liner. And it's like... Uh, and and then it's again it, then it just switches to a different song after <laughs> yeah. the intro, um, but that intro hooks you as well. So I think it's 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 again very interesting like how they've structured uh, uh, the song itself, and also I guess coming off the previous song, I think mm -hmm. while the previous one I I said was like more like a positive uh, love song, I think this is definitely more like a darker and sort of a real love Skeptic. song. Yeah, yeah, skeptical. Uh, mm -hmm. But it seems to be coming from more of a place of truth. Like, you know, there's, it's, 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 there's that Honesty. doubt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not just singing about love. There's like, there's something more real, I think, in, in the lyrics here uh, from, from Lennon. Um, mm -hmm. So Lennon you know, wrote heart, this yeah. for his marriage, uh, like it, keeping his marriage in perspective. Yeah. yeah. The, so Lennon wrote the song in that perspective and. Uh, yeah, I, so I sort of read about that as well, that like a lot of the, I think McCartney or some of the others, they said afterwards that they didn't realize at the time, but a lot of these songs mm -hmm. that Lennon was writing, even for like a hard mm -hmm. day's night, 
um, like he was writing it being, you know, it, it was reflecting stuff that was going on in his personal life. Um, mm -hmm. But obviously back then they were also young, like they didn't really think about it. They kind of just like, oh, that's a that's a good song. Um, but you have some of his like angst coming out in 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 some of these songs, right? Yeah, but Lenin Lenin called this song my yeah. first attempt to at a ballad. Uh, yeah. It's semi autobiographical, mm -hmm. but not consciously. Yeah, <laughs> that, I it's mean, just reflecting that, his his state yeah. of mind. Uh, uh, I think more it's, than anything, right? I mean, uh, he. I think uh, what he means is he wrote this like. Uh, uh, this is like the pure, uh, pure words that flew through him, kind of. Yeah. Uh, so that's what, yeah. And uh, so there's another fact about this, like, so mm -hmm. talking about the structure of the song, it's, um, it's been like by music critics, if it's been uh, regarded as like an intriguing structure because mm -hmm. it opens with an intro, which contains no musical elements and mm -hmm. uh, that are found in the in the rest of the song that that's what i was saying through. right about the two lines in the beginning and yeah so i mean that's exactly what's been mentioned in yeah. the body of the song has no real verse or chorus structure mm -hmm. uh, just two verses that each turn halfway through like with an ex unexpected chord yeah and then like so and i i kind of see that happening in the song yeah. itself yeah, I mean, they weren't really following like any type of like, oh, this is how you like rules, right? This is how you make music. This is what you got to follow. They kind of just went this, with this whatever, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> or this this <laughs> vibing. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and then you've got the, obviously, the, you know, in the, in the song, you've got that like two-part harmony, right? With, with like McCartney singing like the higher notes, um, which again works quite well. It almost like signature Beatles having that harmony <laughs> uh, in the song. Um, but I don't know if you noticed this, at, at the, like, the 1 minute 43 second mark, um, like, the line, was in vain, is, like, so high that, like, the voice breaks off as he's singing it. And I went back and listened. Yeah, and it, like, sort of uh -huh. cracks and breaks off. Yeah. But I found a, a live clip on YouTube. And, like, definitely, like, I think it was McCartney, like, he does sing that line. Um, so I don't know whether, like, in the live performance, they changed the key. I didn't check. Um, or it was just a one-off with the recording um, or something with like when they were making it stereo, like with the tapes or something. But definitely his voice, like as he's saying vain, it, it he doesn't does, finish yeah. the word. It just that, drifts the off. Last, I think like he just, I don't know, maybe goes out of Ran breath. Ran out of breath. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, definitely feels like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's no guitar solo in this one either, right? It's just that mm -hmm. ballad. And then you've got like those couple of notes right at the end, the musical sort of ending of the song. Um, it doesn't really have any like guitar solo. So again, I guess drifting away from that rock and roll a little bit more, you know, ballady sort of song, a, a lot darker uh, lyrically than well, the previous kind one. of experimental. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in, in their own way, which yeah. is now like pioneer music. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But I was definitely, when I was like listening, I was like, dude, you're not like, because, nah. you know, towards the end, there's that line, like, she will cry when she learns we are too. It's like, dude, you're not <laughs> over her yet. You know, like, there's definitely that aspect to the song of like, uh, uh, trying to get over someone or like, uh, finding a relationship almost to like, prove to your ex that you can find someone better. It's like, it entails an elaborate story of, uh, uh that you, you know, that situation game where you, uh, 
you know tell someone a situation and then mm-hmm. ask them what 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 would you do yeah so it's it's that kind of aspect to this yeah and uh it it's i don't know it doesn't it's like uh please do get in a relationship with me love me i i will love mm-hmm. you and uh, i will trust you blah, yeah. blah 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 but there's also like you know this is this is like a uh, like a contract job like you know that um she has to be jealous when yeah. she sees that we yeah, are too yeah. <laughs> so like that's the that's the way i saw it like mm-hmm. okay he's he's playing around with that yeah uh, aspect that you know get i will be loving you but i also and want I, to show her i guess her there's that, the, what you, know, you were saying in the beginning right like the demand in a, in a, in a demand, sort of yeah. yeah yeah in in the love or in the relationship yeah and then we have uh, a very danceable number which uh, is i'm happy just to dance with you I think it's a uh, it's a very ideal 80s 90s prom song. I mean even <laughs> now I I I would well let me just say it. I think I you should like do the 70s, this at your yeah. I think I think you should do this at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> just play this song, right? Yeah. I mean I I'm, I'm going to play it in September you're going to dance yeah. it. So be nice. prepared. <laughs> nice. Mm, but, yeah it's it's yeah. just it's a very danceable it's it's a couple danceable now it's not like you can do a solo dance on the song no it's definitely but, a, yeah. a yeah sort of a couples uh dancing you know that sort of song and it's definitely like the music and everything because it's more like fast paced and you're moving yeah. um yeah it's a it's also a, it's a also optimistic with it, like as you mentioned yeah. the second song which is like a positive approach yeah. to it So yeah definitely i think it's a posi- positive uh, vibe coming out yeah there. so i think they wrote like lennon mccartney like they wrote this song because i was reading and it was i think basically like that george you know at the time he didn't really have have the sort of the confidence let's say like to compose his own material um mm-hmm. so they kind of composed a song for him that they thought would work well for him um which was which is this like fun fast paced like Mm-hmm. And and you know even the guitaring in this one it's 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 different from like the way they you know play it like the rhythm is much uh sort of faster um but yeah it's 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 an interesting interesting sort of song uh, the lyrics of it are just just happy like they're just yeah. happy to dance with with her with you uh um I don't want to kiss or hold your hand Um, yeah so i just want to dance I'm happy, with you uh, yeah, i'm just happy yeah, i'm just happy to be it's very unique I mean, that's, in that sense that's the, way, the song yeah. like um it's not I, i don't know it's not it's not like i'm sort of expressing my love i'm i'm just you know what this is the, this song is actually the opposite of that this is not demanding anything it's he just wants to dance there's no promises <laughs> well, there's no like you know anything afterwards true. he just wants to have a fun dancing um and and you know that's that's what it is but also i guess again going back to the intro right again this song it starts off like very strangely in the sense that like you know you got the the two lines which are like sort of not a beginning of a bridge they're like the end of the bridge but then he begins the song with those two lines and then you kick in mm-hmm. with the music 
like just you know before the chorus so it's got mm-hmm. a, a unique in, a, a unique way of opening a song as well it's not like opening with a verse or just with a chorus it opens with like the last two lines right like thing like that like it starts with with, with yeah. and then it kicks into the chorus or whatever but it doesn't start off normally it starts I off mid dance uh, <laughs> like like nearly all of their songs are written in a very non generic way like, yeah like they've and uh, even um hard days night and the song um they wrote it like i think they wrote and recorded this in a span of 2 or 3 days mhm like made the music yeah. wrote the music and uh, in in 3 days like i, I think yeah. so i think that's a hard days night that too. yeah yeah <laughs> No, I remember reading like in the hard days night as well. Like it was Lennon, or I think it was Lennon, like writing the lyrics on a card on the back of like a taxi or something, with a journalist <laughs> or something like that. He was like, "Oh, that sounds good. Let's do it like that." So I mean, all this song seems to be like they just get together, bounce ideas, and then you end yeah. up with a Beatles song. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, well, this is definitely <laughs> again one of the more like positive sounding, like more endearing mm-hmm. uh, love songs on the on the album. um not not a love song but yeah uh, sort uh, of yeah yeah i would mean, i would put this in the love song category yeah i mean um happy yeah. spending time with you yeah okay yeah well he says right before this dance is through i think i love you too <laughs> right right yeah. ah, correct yeah so i guess the dance is the deal maker or breaker <laughs> yeah it's sort of right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we've got again this this song is to the lover or for the lover and the next one is a story which is and I love her. And if you saw my love you'd love her too. it's got it's got like a bit of uh, that spanish song feeling like a european spanish mm-hmm. song feeling to that uh with the clicks with the i think it's a i think clay i don't know are you talking about the bongos is it the bongos the, the clicks which are the clicks uh, are like the, i think they called claves or pronounced claves okay but yeah it, it's got that spanish tango feel yeah it's got yeah. a tango feel to it mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like very unique sounding from from again like the first the first songs yeah. first, tracks uh, right the, the what, what we've been through yes. Yeah, and like I think this is again, completely different from that. Like the guitaring is so delicate like you know note by note and uh so one of the other sort of very unique things in in this track is like the the song like it, it changes like the scale that it's on or like the key that it's on. So it's most like notable in the you know when the guitar solo sort of kicks in it sort of just goes up a key uh, but also like during the track it sort of shifts back and forth between like keys like as they're singing um yeah. like the notes that they use are like from two different scales almost and that gives it that strange like it has that sound right like it doesn't sound like a normal sound like a song like if you try and sing along uh it's more easy to be caught out cuz you know they change the key and then they change uh like the melody like well, even, the even melodies are on different it, keys uh, and 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 i give you all my love yeah and and i think 
I'm forgetting the verse, but it goes. And I love her. Yeah, yeah. Like it goes, it goes really deep, and it goes forward, yeah. and uh, like that, um, that switch in the voice sort of yeah. gives that. Um, it gives a very um, like a hooked on to this feeling, like yeah, or or. if you if you look at it from a perspective where he's just saying because this is a story which he's explaining which yeah. he's explaining to the audience or to the listeners mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um then he explains the situation yeah. like this is this is how it is and i love her yeah <laughs> and, yeah you know that 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 yeah. bit so yeah. um, that i i really found that to be like an outstanding part of mm-hmm. the song the way the way they explain the whole situation and um the the situation of if they give all their love what's to happen yeah but i love her <laughs> yeah i mean i sort of see again you know you it's in that love song category and i guess this is sort of yeah. more about like you know like a never ending like never dying love you know um <laughs> yeah uh sort of but yeah it's 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 interesting cuz like the th- theme wise again yeah it is in that sort of love song category but again so different sounding um from like the first four tracks and you know it also like ends on like a like a strong major chord like you know going from like a minor almost it's again very mm-hmm. musically interesting um like the way they've put this together it's very even the almost experimental that they sing uh, in this chanting tone Like yeah, it's yeah. it's a quite a chanting tone that yeah. I mean you so you we should really point out this is it. one of the tracks uh, written and and I think well lead writer was McCartney and also I think mm-hmm. uh, McCartney sang this one right um, because this this uh, yeah I or uh, did Lennon sing the part where it goes deep I think McCartney it's McCartney the higher pitches I I think it's McCartney all the way through. Okay. In this one. Yeah, cuz previous one was just George Harrison. Um mm-hmm. and the one before that had both Lennon and McCartney like doing like harmonizing. But I think this one is just McCartney but might might have to double check. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've got the next track then which is Tell me why. So this is one of the first shorter songs that we come across, right? Yeah, it's 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 fairly quick. I mean, two minutes. I I'd say yeah, it's two minutes. But I mean, even the uh uh you know the one that the one I'm I'm happy just to dance with you. That was I think two minutes as well, or just about. Okay. Um. Yeah. But uh, this one, this one is uh, I think the first two verses explain the song. Mm-hmm. uh which is tell me why you cry and why you lie to me yeah. and then uh it's like you don't you so don't have to basically... guess that this one was written by lennon <laughs> <laughs> like i'm seeing i'm seeing uh, a theme on his own experiences i guess <laughs> like if But it's a, if it, it's a little it darker kind of song it's lennon asks i'd say and answers yeah. the question like you know you crying but mm-hmm. you lie to me so hence you crying It's, it's more hurtful in, in, yeah it's more direct mm-hmm. as well like blunt in terms of what he's saying 
Um, but yeah, so this this song, I think it's uh, like the three of them, uh, mm-hmm. Lennon, McCartney, and George Harrison. Like they do like a three part uh, harmony at points, um, and then so it's interesting because like in in this track, so generally uh, uh, McCartney is the one who sings the highest notes. Um, but in this one, I think John Lennon's lead vocal part is like higher um, than like Paul or or George's like harmonies, which I, I think, think like stands think out I a little bit too. in the like, chorus. He came in to in a, in a few songs where yeah. in a few songs he puts McCartney in where he's yeah. like you know your voice was uh, suited yeah. better, but then in some songs he's come in. Yeah. Also doing well, it's what usually like McCartney I think do. McCartney like the key that like McCartney can actually. I think at least at that time, like sing higher notes than uh, mm-hmm. uh, Lennon, because Lennon often would take the lower notes, right? But McCartney would just like yell out the, <laughs> or, yeah. or run out of breath, as we saw in that other track. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good catch, actually. I mean, yeah. I I've always heard it, but it just like sort of went in passing. Yeah, yeah, that but, main part. Uh, yeah, it, it just uh, um, yeah, it, yeah, he probably because uh, you can always. Uh, have another take right yeah so so but, yeah yeah, I, yeah I, it's anyway. in, not back so i mean back then when you're recording on tape you have to record the especially if you're recording it like as a live band you'd have to record the entire track again um and then mm-hmm. what they would sometimes do is sometimes you, if even if it's one person singing it's overdubbed so you it sounds like there's two people singing it's just because mm-hmm. what they do is you sing once and maybe there were one or two points where maybe you didn't quite hit the note or you, you didn't have the effect you want to. So you just sing the whole track again and they just layer the two voices. Um, okay. But like recording and mixing was much more challenging in those days, basically. Yeah, that was non You were much more inclined to like leave an issue in and just be like, that's fine. It sounds fine. <laughs> no one's going to notice it. <laughs> Lennon's like losing his mind. Like, Makani, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you've got you've got the first episode airing on shuffling notes uh, discussing <laughs> this. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I guess coming back to this track, you know, I think this is, is I mean, a lot of the tracks are fast paced, but this definitely mm-hmm. sounds like a louder, like more fun track in, in certain sense. The, like the way they sing it, like, you know, it starts off with like that drum roll. Uh, it ends on like that sort of like an open chord. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely more rock and roll, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Like this track itself, uh, in terms of the way they've approached the music, um, mm-hmm. right? But it doesn't have a guitar solo. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I, uh, I think yeah. Again, uh, yeah, it's a two-minute song, so it's yeah. just yeah. Uh, them. It's just harmonizing. I, I think so. These are like Lennon's uh, words, quite literally, naturally. Uh, like as as I explained, like yeah. you know, the words sort of flowing through yeah. him as he mentions, like mm-hmm. it's unconscious. Mm-hmm. Oh well, not unconscious, subconscious, like not conscious. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, not consciously done. Yeah. But uh, yes, this this one uh, does. Uh, it does get you to the point, you know, the point that they're trying to make, but they're trying to make it in in a unique fashion mm-hmm. which is uh, how i i mean i love the way you you were like able to sort of dissect the music because i was trying to but as much yeah. as i could pick out is what i can speak yeah. about so. <laughs> yeah so again this this one was a uh, uh, to the person to the lover yeah 
and uh, the next one is again to the lover which is can't buy me love can't buy me It's a very merry song. <laughs> I was going to say like following on from like tell me why it's again like a fun sounding track but this is definitely more fun in terms of the lyrics as well I'd say. But I think this this so uh, um this is again uh, is this Lennon written? Uh this is McCartney. But oh, I know McCartney's singing lead. I would imagine he wrote the he's the lead writer in it because um Yeah it's it's I think people have asked him as well about the song um uh, because mm-hmm. I, I like like some people interpreted it as like you know being about a prostitute or something and it was basically like <laughs> no like I I want to leave all my songs open to interpretation but this song is not about that <laughs> like it's this... more about you know mat- being materialistic or like material possessions and stuff not not about that type of buy me love um so like why I'm questioning this is yeah. because um can you um like put compare this with a presley song maybe right uh, cuz lenin was a big presley fan like elvis presley fan and yeah so that's I what mean, you still, okay, it's yeah so that's why i was just thinking like cuz it's got a very presley vibe to yeah. it with the um with the melodies that flow through in the voice yeah. well i mean this and, was uh, like also, i think this is also like... that dance the it's It's the same yeah. kind of tempo which Presley has in a lot of his songs. Yeah. Um but No, yeah. cause interesting cuz like this is I think this was like the the first, one of the first singles that didn't use a that didn't have the like uh, you know trademark harmonies in it. Um like mm-hmm. you know the previous uh, singles have had. So it, it, this was a sort of a different single for them to to put out as well. Um but again it does have a sort of like a blues um feeling about it. and yeah. one of the things i learned like this you know what i was talking about like o- overdubbing um mm-hmm. like this is the ones where it's it's more evident so like they first recorded it in paris this track they were recording like yeah. some other song in some other language and then they ended up recording this as well and when mm-hmm. they came back to england they re-recorded it and you can actually hear like the both the recording so in the singing you can hear it but also in the guitar solo while yeah. there's a loud guitar solo there's a quieter guitar solo in the background playing at the same time um and they both sort of complement each other uh but it's basically like they kind of redid the guitar solo but they kind of recorded it over the track um cuz this is how you did things back in the day <laughs> <laughs> right as complicated um, as that can be <laughs> yeah but that guitar solo part yeah it does it does stand out a little bit um but it's uh yeah they it's it's interesting like how they record things on a whim like let's just record it <laughs> <laughs> they were in paris they had some extra time like let's record the song um and they kind of went with it right no, but also good, i think yeah, one thing to add here yeah, yeah mm-hmm. just saying like i think the other songs right as we were talking like they're more directly about like romantic love right um i think this song there's some references to romantic love but i think it's almost like you could say it's more platonic as well like like you know money can't buy like friendship or like that type of love like fun like relationships and stuff like that mm-hmm. like he mentions diamond ring and stuff you know in the song um but it's definitely one of the songs when i heard it but i felt he also mentions that uh, uh it'll be good if you tell me that you don't cuz 
Yeah. Money because money can't buy me love. Yeah. So I mean it's it's sort of written with like a girl in mind perhaps but mm-hmm. I think it it goes well just as like like a song about friends sort of. Kind of like how they use it in the movie, right? When they when they all like leave and then they run around in the field and stuff. <laughs> There's a so like getting back to the original uh, idea that we had that uh, we come back to the working and earning and spending yeah. theme. Like ah, yeah, back, that's still here. Like back to yeah. that, yeah. Very true. Very true. And uh, yeah, do you have anything to add for this song? Um, no, I think I think. Well, I'd say this is again one of my favorites, and I guess we'll go over it at the end as well. Um, but it's definitely one of the more cheerful sounding uh, tracks. Uh, probably because also it's McCartney. Uh, but I definitely enjoyed this one. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, Lennon has. peaceful songs but i guess here you here i guess uh, this is that that side that's that uh, time in his It's, yeah life where Mindset. he was yeah he was just into this cuz then he sort of went on with uh, yoko ono and mm. then they started their yeah. philosophical ventures um yeah so after that we've got any time at all i think i think this song is just uh putting himself out there you know like use me <laughs> mm-hmm. whenever needed <laughs> yeah i'm always there for you um but can i just say this is like the most uh well i feel like it's it's like a very who sounding song like it sounds like something the who would 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 come up and i think for me it's because like it's got that you know it like alternates between like the loud choruses like any time at all and then mm-hmm. like the verses which sound like more ah. mellow right uh, yeah the that chorus sound uh, the chorus even the tune that they yeah. take with the uh, yeah. uh, voice as well as the yeah. music like i i could magic yeah it sort of reminded me of like you know it sounded so like it would place, be something so whole. i can't place a who song there is a who song which has a similar feeling as the chorus yeah. does in this i mean there's quite a few like that cuz like the choruses a lot of times they tend to be like loud and short like short words mm-hmm. like as in short sentences uh and then and then the verses tend to be more mellow and like there's more words in them and this sort Teenage of feels like slam. Yeah, I mean this. This sort of feels like yeah, exactly like that. Like you've got, and and again, I guess it goes back to that like uh, um, rock and roll uh, mm-hmm. sort of sound, right? This this track as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but also uh, Lennon. So this song is Lennon, um, but McCartney sings the second any time at all because you know they 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 say it like yeah. three times because again Lennon couldn't really reach the notes. Um, Yeah, so the second McCartney. one is the higher one, and then yeah, yeah, that that's and how it comes, comes across, back, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, a more I guess a more endearing uh, love song again. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, um, it's like uh, if if we go by if we go by a uh, like a format or a story for the album. Uh, this this is the part where he's like kind of he said all that we've gone across that mm-hmm. you know i love spending time with you yeah. i 
um, uh, tell me why you're crying and I love her and uh, mm-hmm. you know, s- uh, stuff like that. But here he just sort of is coming to that last stretch where, yeah, you know, I'm going to be there for you whenever you need me. Yeah. Just putting it's in, passive. like, just trying to It's more passive. Again, this is not story. demanding anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. more passive in that sense, right? More more giving out, rather. Yeah. Then we've got uh, the next track, which is I'll Cry Instead. I get myself locked up today, but I can't so I cry instead. So there's there's a uh, part in the song which I I uh, well there's a, a verse of like a few verses which is uh, I've got a chip on my shoulder that's bigger than my feet I can't mm-hmm. talk to people that I meet mm-hmm. if I could see you now I'd try to make you sad somehow mm-hmm. but I can't so I'll try instead so how how does he mean because well the theme of the song I think is that uh i am like i am unable to express or i am unable to uh, yeah. um you know be with I, you so yeah. i can't cry in front of people so i'm just going to lock myself and cry but why would he say i try to make you sad somehow so well, i it's think a love it's a song again yeah i so that's the thing i don't think so there's a couple of references to love right like i lost my girl and and a few others but like it's i think the song is very much about he's like at least it's so firstly i think this song is layered like you know it's got mm-hmm. the the face value is not what the song is about um mm-hmm. and i think an example of that is like what you're mentioning and it's sort of about like not being able to publicly say what you're going through or even like discuss with your friends or your loved one like you're going through it alone like locked up and yeah. because of that you're turned like hurtful or resentful and a good example of that is you know he says uh, but i'll come back again some day and when i do you'd better hide all the girls i'm going to break their hearts all around the world yes i'm yeah. going to break them in two and show you what your loving man can do so obviously you can take it as oh he's a playboy he's going to come out but i think that he's talking about disappointing his fans and i think that's what he's saying if he comes out and if he becomes who he is as opposed to who he's pretending to be he's going to break all well his fans you know there was a large portion were girls but he's going to break his fans hearts um and mm-hmm. he's going to disappoint them and i think that's what this song i think is about it's about that sort of pressure and and like frustration um mm-hmm. that lennon might have been feeling at that point which he couldn't necessarily express directly and so he hid it behind a love song in a certain sense but it's not really a love song right that's a good perspective yeah right? kind of went deep yeah i was thinking <laughs> in a literal sense but um, yeah. yeah that Yeah I mean it's it's, it's you know this cuz if this is Lennon written it's yeah. definitely layered <laughs> it's it's yeah, got it, to be layered <laughs> Yeah and and the funniest thing is like it's the music again is cheerful and and fast mm-hmm. and it's like it's like uh, you know that Rick and Morty episode um where I don't know if you want to remember but Rick I can't remember something happened and Rick uh, writes a song uh, it's little Rick like the cool one and it's like the actual rip trying to break out of yeah. him and so in the song is like is anybody listening to me you know like is anybody listening can anyone understand stop looking at me like that and actually help me help. 
he literally says it and, and Morty and, and you know I'm oh, dying in a bed in a he, garage <laughs> yeah exactly exactly this is what this song actually uh, uh, feels like you know that clip <laughs> like to a certain level where he, it's the music is cheerful and he sound it sounds like if you're just listening passively like oh he's singing about some girl or something but I think he's he's singing about something much deeper and I guess another indication of that is they didn't the song was supposed to be used you know the where they break out of of the studio and they run away to the fields um mm-hmm. but the director Dick Lester he was like the song is too like sad I can't use it and so he used can't buy me love instead um but I think it's a very it's a very like one of the more layered songs in this uh, also album. also this I mean uh um like since i think um tell me why they've been following a like a rock yeah. and roll theme yeah which went through can't buy me love anytime at all yeah. and follows through in cry, i'll cry instead like it's got the same tempo same pace to yeah. the songs yeah i mean i guess having said that i still feel like this one has like a more of like a country feel to it like the way that the the sound is like i can imagine like a a country version of this like you could cover it you could make a cover which would be like a country version but there's definitely i think this like that element of a country song like if you if you listen to it with that in mind i think you might you might notice it yeah but you can make a cover so <laughs> country yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah i i really uh, like the music in i'll cry instead yeah uh, um uh, talking about what he's talking about um and even taking it in a literal sense mm-hmm. taking it in a perspective that you mentioned uh, mm-hmm. it's it's like it's very appealing that yeah. you know to to think of it or to do it in that way that yeah. they've done it mm-hmm. yeah so well then we've got um things we said today Then I will remember things we said today. It's like promises we make which are difficult to keep but uh, um like okay in the most difficult of times let's remember today when yeah. when you're saying this to me and uh, you know let's yeah. let's refresh and get back like you know snap yeah. back to reality hope oh, there goes gravity <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah no i think very much i think so this song is uh, written uh, well sang by mccartney and i think mccartney was mm-hmm. the lead writer as well uh okay. so one of the three songs uh, by mccartney and mm-hmm. i think uh, it's he's described it as like future nostalgia or like nostalgic about the moment we're living in now like projecting yourself in the future yeah. and then being Pretty nostalgic much. about it right yeah. uh, which is sort of what you just said right uh, that's sort of how how in the sense that he's also uh, described it so again it's a unique concept of of a song in terms of the lyrics but then even musically this song like they shift between like you know a major and a minor scale um To your and point, they I also think the lyrics sort of, uh, yeah. evolve. The music evolves as we go further. Like they add yeah. more elements to the music. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It grows, right? And like, I think, there's, I think there's it's the... like uh, there are parts where yeah. both Lennon and McCartney are singing together. Mm-hmm. Like it comes in between and then goes. Like it's a 
um, there are there are bits where they sing together, and I think I read yeah. somewhere that they sang in the same mic. Yeah, to have that, uh, uh, yeah, like that harmony, effect. that yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah effect. Um, but it, it it's also like because you got the you got the scales changing between like major and minor, and then I think the lyrics also like shift between like fir- first person and third person, and like mm-hmm. uh, like you know future tense and stuff like. They, yeah. they, it's quite a concept yeah. by itself of what they want to do, but they don't just write a song about future nostalgia. They also like, you know, make it unique, like musically, and as well as like the way the lyrics shift, uh, like the perspective shifts. Um, so it's again experimental in that way, although it sounds very well polished and and very well done, right? Um, it's a perfect way to fix things. You know, in in your most difficult yeah. times, like you know, you, you just snap back, remember to, uh, to the day we promised, because that's yeah. a lot of time that that happens in a fight. Uh, mm-hmm. you just kind. I mean, in general, it's a the yeah. a life tip one hundred one. <laughs> it's like whenever you you fighting, um, say after ten minutes, fifteen minutes, when it's gotten mm-hmm. intense to the point of. Uh, you mm-hmm. wanting to raise your voice or your voice being raised at you. Mm-hmm. So just ask a question. What is the fight about? Yeah. And if there's an answer, there's an answer. If there isn't, yeah. it's about it's about getting some perspective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's about getting some perspective, I think, right? Which is like what he's sort of saying in 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 this song. Um, but yeah, it is. I guess but again, it's it, a promise it's, that we're making. So yeah. like, let's plan to keep it and let's yeah. uh let's let's mm. make this a cherishable moment that yeah. we'll always yeah. be coming back to and again the music um is in, in this the music is quite um um seamlessly rhythmic if mm-hmm. like um the the lyrics basically follow each other without many mm-hmm. breaks while in other songs there are breaks after yeah two lines or three lines and then yeah. there's a break even though the uh, um, the you know the paragraph doesn't change but it's mm-hmm. like you know there's a break there's an interlude or something in between yeah yeah so then we've got uh, when i get home I think it's a song about uh this uh this uh, you know spend you spending time with someone um in a well like in a bar maybe or a pub and that's when where you're spending time with someone but you enjoying your time with them but then you know you you're also reminding yourself that I need to get home cuz I I have to hold her tight and Yeah. um i'm going to love her to the cows yeah. come home i yeah. you know th- that that kind of like yeah i lo- i love her more when i walk out that door like mm-hmm. that that kind of stuff playing out But interesting yeah it's just so the way like a, i was thinking more of like uh, uh like coming back from office or something like he's really looking or you know in their case coming back from a tour but like he's really looking forward to like uh getting home to his baby <laughs> but isn't um there's there's a part uh is, like doesn't he say in between that 
um, I'm something something of their conversation like there's uh, you see, mm-hmm. you know because because he's mentioning her is the figure at home yeah. while you the, I think there's a you in there once or twice which is which I mm-hmm. thought to be for the girl in the bar or pub or Ah, uh, I see. Like, you mean like he's talking to another girl, but he wants to go home. Yeah. Uh, he's but this song yeah. isn't like uh, he's not saying it to the girl, but he's like reminding himself. Yeah, yeah. Cause... I mean, he says like, you know, I got no time for triviality. I got a girl yeah. who's waiting home for me tonight. Um, but yeah, I just saw it in a way of like he's really looking forward to like get home. Like he doesn't want to. You know, uh, yeah, he's wanted no to get home, here but you. Uh, he's yeah. sort of getting uh, engrossed yeah. in this other matter. Other, yeah, it's an interesting uh, way to put it. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah musically, I think, I think this follow is on a, that hard, hard night. Yeah, hard days night theme, right? Mm-hmm. Quite, quite similar. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, with voices sort of coming together and singing the song. Mm-hmm. which uh, which was in hard days night and then then yeah. it's been like uh, single voices which start the song mm-hmm. while uh, there are you know those harmony parts where, where Lennon and McCartney sing together yeah. and stuff but yeah. this and one again, is this like is... just yeah. all of them coming together singing and the same yeah. way and as I, hard days night yeah and I think the sound again is is more sort of your sort of rock and roll uh, style music right mm-hmm. yeah so we've then got you can't do that because i told you before oh you can't do that so, uh so there's the the metal banging that there is in the song uh i so in my perspective i i think that's like uh you know trying to grab attention because he's saying something important because Mm-hmm. you know i i have something uh, that that will cause you pain but if i see you talking to that man again <laughs> so yeah. you know it's got that it's got that you know pay attention to me cuz yeah i am um, and then there's of course like that i think it goes with like the aggressiveness of the lyrics a little bit music it, it does become aggressive yeah. like even even with the lyrics yeah. and the music like both become aggressive as yeah. we move forward And, uh, yeah i think yeah this is probably one of the again like in terms of like the song it's a bit more it's like a harsher song right like more direct um but i guess it it's all about you know at the end of the day it's capturing i guess that feeling like especially in the more like toxic relationships that obsessiveness um and it sort of captures that right in terms of like obviously taking it to the extreme right. um but yeah i guess you know again lenin uh uh sort of going diving into his like demons and <laughs> getting getting some subconsciously getting some writing done um but yeah um also i think lennon uh, composed and played the guitar solo um you know when when he repeats like you can't do that and then there's mm-hmm. like a guitar playing in the background mm-hmm. i believe it's lennon who played it who composed it oh okay yeah i think there are like three three guitarists in the band right um, well it also depends like yeah yeah there's paul lennon and uh, george harrison yeah so george is generally like the lead uh, yeah. guitarist while paul does the bass right 
Yeah, they came to um, India and yeah. like George Harrison learned the sitar and stuff, and they've mm-hmm. got it in one of their albums. Uh, yeah, yeah, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's a story. Like, I I have insights to that story. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> Exclusive. Exclusive insight, like only on <laughs> only on shuffling notes. <laughs> you won't find this anywhere else. Yeah, but yeah, but, um, then we've. So you can't do that is like a, I mean it's again as we followed themes like a love request a, a situation a story this is like you know watch out because I'm just like the, I mean again like um, tell me why you cry yeah <laughs> and yeah. like why you lie to me so it's it's like following that a similar theme but like a more aggressive way as you put it yeah i think it's it's so yeah it's more controlling and it's not like sugar coated or anything it's very direct mm-hmm. right like um it, it's it's again i guess it's about capturing that feeling of like that so that sort of relationship um which is just like toxic <laughs> but that's lenin's life <laughs> Well, not really, <laughs> but yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got the final track, which, uh, I, yeah. So the final track is with the one that released in '65 in the US. I'll be back. If you break my heart, I'll go, but I'll be back again. This song is like uh, being, being crystal clear, like being the last song of the album and. uh following the themes we've we've followed like it's all different themes in in a love perspective and mm-hmm. i i took this as a love perspective as well uh which and he's just being clear like i i know like you know things fucked up but um i'll be back again because i i yeah. mean that's the love i have for you and i'll be back again It's That's, like he's just accepted it from coming back from you know the previous tracks. Like he's accepted it. Whatever happens, he's gonna end up going back to her anyway. And he's yeah. kind of like you know a bit like any time at all. But he's kind of like you know I'll I'll be back again. Uh, basically, it's sort of giving up, trying to move on. Yeah, it's or do something so, different. Uh, some some tidbits about the yeah. track. Uh, so John Lennon created the song around the chords of Del Shannon's Runaway. Runaways. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't heard that song. Yeah. So, um, so this was credited to both Lennon and McCartney, but it was mostly mm-hmm. by Lennon. I think and, all the tracks yeah. on on this album are officially uh, credited Lennon McCartney. Like all of them, like yeah. all of them completely. All thirteen are are credited Lennon McCartney, but then obviously some songs Lennon was like the lead, while some were like McCartney almost McCartney completely did it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so John, uh, so John Lennon's original intent for this song was mm-hmm. for it to be a waltz, and mm-hmm. um, uh, then like a demo of this was uh, recorded in the last session mm-hmm. um, of. album recording and this yeah. was done in a similar tone the demo was done in a similar tone to hard days night mm-hmm. but yeah so i would i think i would 
be able to sort of draw parallels to the songs but i can't imagine the song to be a waltz as uh, i i don't know it no, could have been <laughs> it's very interesting as well because like again i think musically you got the key shifts like major minor you know mm-hmm. it's all it's all over the place um but also like is there a chorus because <laughs> the song kind of just keeps going like either it's like you have a verse like the way that's structured is like either you can take it as like a verse a bridge a verse a bridge a verse or i guess instead of the verse you could call it the chorus itself but then it's very strangely uh like put together again it's not your normal like verse chorus you know verse bridge chorus or, or however yeah. you you know you want to do it um it's it's yeah i you know it's that structure it's like if you're listening to it is there really a chorus or like if that's the chorus, a chorus then what's the verse yeah i think um, yeah i think and every it, time it's just i think it's verses ending in the same uh, in in the same uh, um words which is i'll be back again yeah yeah so sort of. i mean it also kind it's, of makes like a poetry. point right yeah um <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like yeah it's like poetry. but but also like it's um you know the ending as well right like it the the audio the it sort of kind of just fades out um mm-hmm. but it kind of fades out i think it's like mid mid stanza so like he doesn't complete uh, what he's saying and that's yeah, when and, it, and, that's when it yeah goes. and it kind of just just fades out so it's very interestingly like something, yeah. uh uh put together but it's definitely i guess again a bit a slightly darker in terms of tone right mm-hmm. um in terms of what it's singing about it's not about having fun or something it's like that what we were just saying like accepting think, yourself in a toxic relationship I think I can, or so i can sort of um, what I I have this um the conclusion for this mm-hmm. track is that this concludes the album very well because mm-hmm. it's been a hard day's night and he'll be back home again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or well, you know, back to the yeah, safe haven again. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you put it that way because also if you think about it musically, it's 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 so like because the hard days night starts with all the excitement. It's like fast paced, you know. You got like uh, yeah, you got like the the clappers and the cowbell and like mm-hmm. the sound is like you know it's very fast and it's cheerful. But you end on like such a mellow sounding melody, like you know, Relatively which is slower. Mellow, yeah. It's yeah. yeah, it's like it's, it's still rock and got roll. A little minor key in there. Yeah. it's 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 definitely like sadder sounding uh mm-hmm. or like you know and and so it's interesting that you start there and you end here but like sort of the content is about relationships and i guess coming back to them and and how i think it's like a mix um not a mix uh it's like a uh it's basically something taking out of um uh you know you you putting across how you balance your yeah. love and work life yeah because they i mean a lot of songs sort of speak yeah. of that and uh, yeah. they, then they also go in the earnings and spendings and you know balancing the love life because uh again that the song um the one before this where what was the song name for this which one uh, you can't do that when i get home you can't do that so yeah. it's basically that 
you know, uh, he's, um, as you mentioned, from the perspective that you mentioned, he's coming back from work. Mm-hmm. So that sort of fits the theme again. And, yeah. Uh, then again, like at the end, he's going back home yeah. from a hard day's night. Yeah, and I think it's it's and the perspective I guess is that work, you know, that was the period where they started sort of touring and you know, they became so mainstream and they were just like constantly busy and you mentioned in the beginning of this video, right? Like recording all these albums and the movie in that like 2 year or whatever yeah. time span. So they're super busy and they have limited time to get home and and like spend time, you know, with with their loved ones. And so I think all of that comes through and that's why I guess the title of the album makes so much sense as well, right? I think this is a uh, this is quite a, a representational album of their life at the time. Yeah, like it's it's more yeah. personal than it seems to be on face value. Like yeah. if you were just listening the to good it songs, passing, the, you, it's good music, yeah. good songs, but yeah. it's, it's it's literally music, about but... it's literally about their life in in that yeah. time at at the time yeah yeah exactly it's captured that right and and even like as i was saying in the interviews like they were not aware that that's sort of happening when mm-hmm. they were writing this you know to your point as well like not consciously trying to yeah. do it um yeah. but it kind of just reflected what they were going through i guess they weren't accepting it to themselves mm-hmm. i feel like lenin was definitely more far ahead in terms of he probably has realized that this is mm-hmm. happening and these are things that he's facing like more sort of introspective um because again there's so many of his songs this sort of drawback and i guess it brings me to that conclusion as well i think you know i guess the mccartney tracks are definitely the more uh cheerful in a certain sense or happier while uh lennon's have more sort of reality um uh, in them Layered but i think yeah. yeah but i think it's a great album because you've got such a different variety of different types of music different song structures and even different instruments if you think about like the harmonica and the bongos and the cowbell and all of that uh the 12 string guitar like it's it it plays around with sound and good uh, quite themes a bit of of the lyrics yeah. like good themes mm. uh that they different themes as um yeah you know that future perspective yeah future yeah. nostalgia things we said yeah. today yeah, yeah. and uh, then like you know right yeah and uh understanding the context that they're writing this while traveling yeah. or while yeah i don't know like uh, however however yeah they they're like out to record a different it. song as, as and you mentioned, start like, writing they were this in Paris yeah and they had free time yeah just, like yeah let's jam recorded that yeah <laughs> and it worked out <laughs> yeah and i think there's you know there's a lot of collaboration as well between them i think uh and I guess that's one of the reasons why all the all the tracks are titled like Lennon McCartney rather than individually, because I think even the tracks which are which we know that Lennon was mainly sort of leading, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure you know there was there was like a lot of uh, uh, sort of back and forth and uh, planning of things like that, because mm-hmm. they were a band at the end of the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I guess one person as well to sort of mention that uh, uh, we didn't really mention was the uh, you know the uh, George George Martin, uh, who sort of produced, but he also do- does like a lot of George piano Martin. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but he had a big influence on this album, especially like well, George Martin. Beatles also, albums. I think I read that uh, he didn't the fifth Beatle. He sorry, the fifth Beatle. <laughs> 
my don't I can't yeah yeah can correctly recall but I think it was mm-hmm. something like he wasn't uh very aware with the Beatles music and how they were working mm-hmm. their working style yeah but um there's something that Yeah, it was about the influence like yeah. it was something more specific as you mentioned like uh, yeah no, he definitely helped them yeah. quite a lot with like the arrangements and like because mm-hmm. you know yeah i mean i could I, i not that i was there obviously but i could imagine the beatles like these guys just having fun and they're trying to just create music but you still need someone who's more grown up who can like you know it's <laughs> recording a track is still difficult making <laughs> yeah. it sound good and polished is difficult yeah, and for, like for, for getting these, things especially for these kids getting yeah. getting out No. Um, but I think musically as well like uh, George Martin like he he contributed quite a bit in terms of how the, how the tracks sound um mm. and and what what they've come out to be. Yeah. But yeah, that's all that, from me. <laughs> that that covers uh, a hard day's night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, however it's to be taken but it Yeah, for us creatives, it does get a busy hard day's night, or a, or a <laughs> you know a hard day's night, just just yeah. however you want to take it. But it's this uh, this perspective. That's what I'm gonna call all nighters from now on. <laughs> But this perspective of you know putting things in in terms of going back home, going back home to your loved one, and uh, also balancing your your life and work equations and. Um, mm-hmm. um like uh, giving chances taking chances um making plans to get my ex jealous <laughs> everything everything entailing between like as you mentioned it's a it's a very good mix of things coming together and yeah uh, very different sounds different music experimental lyric formats and stuff Yeah, it's got me excited to like uh deep uh yeah, well like you know dive deep into like other Beatles albums in the future because I've never had like this was my first experience of just listening to a whole Beatles album. Um but I'm more intrigued to like go back and listen to some other ones as well. I'm glad to know that, Lois. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so that covers a hard day's night and thank you for tuning in. Oh, she was a marvel, oh, the one I love it.